picture a, a rope in your mind. Picture a rope. And now hear the definition or a definition of a rope. A rope is a bundle of flexible fibers twisted or braided together to increase its overall length and increase its tensile strength. A rope. You're invited to continue reading and seeing the words as I unpack this definition. The first word bundle a bundle bundle you can define it the focus of that word is in quantity clearly the word bundle tells you that it must include more than one whatever that is a bundle the next group of words flexible fibers twisted or turned or braided together. So that piece describes so meticulously how the substance, how the thing, how the rope, how its thread can move, it's shapeable, can be turned, twisted, and once again, the word that goes so well with together, uh, with bundle, the word together. Interwoven. So threads put together, braided, or twisted in a way that it shapes. And then the last few words, to increase its overall length and strength, that tells us the outcome. The fruit, the product, the result. The purpose, the purpose of the rope, coming together, different threads, so that it can increase its length and it can increase its tensile strength. Now I want to make just a point about overall length and tensile strength. Tensile strength means that it has the resistance of a material to avoid breaking. It resists the breaking. In a sense, it's unbreakable, or at least that's what it tries to do. Ultimate tensile strength is the capacity of a material or structure to withstand the load of the pressure of the tending of the tension, in other words. And when you look at the word lengthening, 
instead of breaking because it has such strength and resistance, it stretches. Not breaks, it actually just stretches even more. A rope. And depending on the tension that it's receiving, the impact, it's stretching, stretching, stretching so much that often can look like this. What a powerful rope, correct? Now this image, although reminds us of the definition once stated, it tends to bring a little bit of discomfort in our hearts because this tells us that a whole lot of tension is happening and a whole lot of tearing is happening and you and I are at the last final thread. You are at the end of the rope. What a powerful definition. What an uncomfortable reality. Doesn't feel or sound just as strong right now, just as the way you're looking at it. Can you think of a time? Can you think of a person? Can you think of a circumstance? when you have witnessed firsthand or you have witnessed someone else at the end of their rope. Throughout our life's journey, can you relate to the rest of us who have experienced our very own version of being at the end of our rope? Is it reasonable for us to think, to anticipate on behalf of those to my left who have no clue of what may be coming down the pike? You with me? Mm -hmm. What will it be for them? Is it safe enough for me to speculate that this afternoon and tomorrow, somewhere in the world and in our neighborhood, someone will be at the end of their rope? Do we dare to consider that someone right now in this very room is at the end of their rope? By 12.30, most Sundays, if not all, we exceed 500 people. This campus, this campus. And considering that number, it is pretty predictable to say that someone has come through these doors at the end of their rope. Yeah? Yeah. So we continue to use these terms. We gather, we grow, we go. And please know that it's beyond the branding and marketing 
making these very fun, entertaining words come to life. We really believe there's a lot of substance and meaning behind those words. We gather, we grow, and we go. We do that because we see it, we live it, we believe it, we are aware that in our midst and around us, many times, too many of us are at the end of our rope. And I will encourage you to think of your own life and wonder of other people's lives. What does end of the rope look like? Imagine what it's like to be at the end of the rope due to our financial hardships or addictions or family crises or marital problems or career disappointments, problems in general, unmet needs, unresolved decisions, fill in the blank. But those are a few of the examples that, that lead many people, perhaps all of us, at some point or another, to experience what it's like to be stretched in such a way that we are enduring the tension of being at the end of our rope. When you look at the visual, and now when you put yourself in it or someone else's life, how encouraging is that? Who wants to raise kids with that in mind? How is this motivating? It's not really. It is real. It is true. But there's more to this. So now hear the good news. I want to bring to you a text that I believe can give healing and understanding to this reality. And when you see and read the text, the Word of God, in the New Testament, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 19. And I will read it and I will add commentary to it. Please know that the writer who continues to plant churches in, in his time, Paul and his, and his team, they were going to the different places beyond the Jewish communities. And, and in other words, Gentiles, and they were struggling with understanding their faith and their faithfulness and fruitfulness. And they were at the end of their rope. So Paul says, for that reason, and today I will add, for when you and I are at the end of the rope, for that reason, friends, brothers and sisters, for that reason, kneel before the Father. For that reason, postrate is a way of kneeling, of, of considering that we need a greater, powerful being. So kneel before God. 
from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. Family. So perhaps that is one of those texts where First Church gets the idea that we should be a church family. It's biblical. And family reminds us that everyone from the youngest to the older are to be doing life together, every family. On heaven, meaning those who were here before us, and for those today, that's you and me, earth, and many years from now, will be the ones in heaven, many, many, many years from now. And it continues. So from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name, I pray that out of God's glorious riches, he may strengthen you. Here comes the rope. Here comes the rope. Strengthen you. How much? With power through God's spirit, his spirit together braided into your very intimate, personable inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love, here's identity, call yourselves a rope, established in love, may you have, here's the result, may you have the power together, again, with all the Lord's holy people to grasp, in other words, to grow, to learn, to understand, to grow and to grasp, and here's the movement, how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ and the push and pull and the tug of war and everywhere we go and in everything we do, the love of Jesus Christ dwells. Amen. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge or that goes beyond our understanding and our own uh, source of energy, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. The good news. So when you bring this text into your life, and you are experiencing the end of the rope visual, may you remember that you are to be rooted and established in the love of Jesus Christ because you are a rope, a bundle of flexible fibers twisted and turning and braided together so that the overall length and strength is increased. I believe we can push through twists and turns. I believe that we're shapeable and changeable. And I believe it is worth the discomfort. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's part of the, the need to, to work through the nervousness, through the uncertainty, through the debate, that it's worth the time to practice, 
get it wrong, and then try it again. But I want you to picture this, folks. And I want you to think about what does it look like to have Jesus Christ do something so powerful that it exceeds and goes beyond our finite understanding. Two ways. Look at that visual. My finite knowledge tells me that all those threads that are no longer connected because they're torn, and it's now to the last thread, my finite understanding tells me that one last thing is going to happen. What is it? One more needs to break, correct? There's so much we can take. You're, you're at the last piece. And if I see the previous realities that they've been torn, it tells me my linear and logical and finite understanding that one more, it's a matter of time and it's going to break. If you thought that, you are absolutely right. Are you ready for the good news? The good news is that because we believe in a God that surpasses my understanding, guess what? When you are at the end of the rope and it does break, the good news is Jesus Christ will make a new rope for you. Amen. Amen. In the Psalms, it says, create in me a new heart, a clean heart. So today, just for the modern visual, I used a rope instead. When yours breaks, when it breaks, not just if, when it breaks, hold on, be rooted so much, believe in God will create a new rope in you. Because you're so braided, you're so together with God. And he will be in that twist and turn, high, lows, wide and narrow. But a new rope ultimately is created in you. And it is beyond your power. Thank God. If you didn't think that was fun, there's another way of looking at a miracle. God can create a new rope, or if you can visualize again the end of the rope scenario, imagine the miracle of God miraculously bringing the threads that have been torn and somehow pulling them back together and mending it and making little ties, fixing it, putting it back together. Either way, you have a miracle before you. You have a new one or you have a fixed one. But what you and I have in God is hope and grace and love and faith and that never fails or cease to exist. So although we do live often witnessing or living firsthand end of the ropes situations, health is one of a constant 
battle in our realities, health. May you hold on to the Lord. May you kneel before the Lord. And may you believe that what God continues to do is to give you a new, new life and or a reconciled, mended one. That's why we gather, because we need to be together to support one another. I need to be mindful of how when you are at the end of the rope, how we can pray for one another, how we can join forces of support. We are meant to be braided together. That's why we grow. That's why Sunday mornings, there's at least three, four Sunday school or Bible studies happening before two o'clock today. Wired Word, I believe, happens at 9.30, and they discuss um, difficult discussions, and then they go to the Bible and figure how to live life together. I see so many of you coming on Tuesday mornings, Tuesday mom's time, and they have their devotion. I see that. I've seen the preschool of First Church coming on Monday morning, and, and you saw it on the video, and all these pews, little kids, they're not even five years old, learning about the Word of God, of how one day those stories will come to life when they are at the end of their row. And youth, Wednesday nights, you saw the videos. There's so many things happening so that you can do life together. Not because it's a fun or only fun. That's great too, by the way. But because there's meaning in life. And there's plenty of twists and turns. And we are to live out God's miraculous healing amongst you. And you are to show that. One of my passions, and I believe as a preacher, Pastor Hosea's as well. Folks, thank you for your time, undivided attention when you hear our sermon. But what we imagine is when you leave this space, we just hope that you take that message and you live it out with your spouse at work, at Publix, Bravo, Winn-Dixie, what are the other ones, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not meant to go to all three supermarkets, but I know that you go to another one, and then before you know it, we are that little light of Jesus Christ. And our lives are a testimony of how we continue believing in that. And we are a beacon of hope for someone who's at the end of their rope. So I close with this. Will you see your life? Do you see your family? Do you see your future like a bundle of flexible fibers twisted or braided together to increase its overall length and its tensile strength. First church, do we see ourselves like a rope 
a bundle of flexible fibers twisted or braided together to increase its overall length and its tensile strength. That is why we worship God. For what no one else can do, God does. And does it so willingly, so graciously for each and every one of us. So we give you thanks, God. We give you thanks for your unwavering kind of love. And we present to you now our hearts. And if there's anyone here this morning who is at the end of their You are so invited to kneel your heart right now and to hold on just a little bit longer. And if you are stretched too thin and you do break, God created in Him in her and they a new heart. Wherever there's a push, a pull, a tug war, we ask for peace that surpasses our understanding. In the name of Jesus Christ, Amen.